Hello and welcome to another MTD podcast uh, on the road with MTD CNC. This is the podcast that is broadcast every Friday evening at 6pm where we talk about everything we've been up to this week and what's happening in the news in general and of course what we're going to be doing in uh, in the weeks ahead. Uh, today I'm joined by two gentlemen, um, uh, Giovanni Albanese and Colin Griffiths. Gio's in his Italy shirt, I'm in my England shirt and Colin's in no shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately, fortunately it's audio not, not video yeah. so no, yeah, it's no video that, but I'm not happy about having an Italy shirt I'm, I'm going I'm not having to film an Italy shirt while recording <laughs> that's good right that's got rid of the, that's, that's got rid of the, uh, the the worst one of the three how are you then Jew? you alright yeah oh good thank you Paul not did, too did bad you, at all. you went to the game the other night oh he's back let he's back <laughs> <laughs> we know Italy are going to get smashed anyway so um, you went to the game didn't you went to the semi how was it oh mate yeah it was a, it's a Brilliant experience. It was absolutely awesome. I mean, to be fair, you know, Spain outplayed us. We were very lucky, I think, to get through. And we're very fortunate. But yeah, I've got, I've got to take it. It was brilliant. All right, Great. we're going to talk about football in a, in a second. But before we do, I'm just going to say what's coming up on this week's show. Um, we've had a busy week here at MTD CNC. We were at Fanuc on Monday. We'll be talking about that. Uh, Middle Six Aerospace, we were there on Tuesday. We've been to Cutting Blue, uh, a company in the Midlands, 2G Tooling, Brown and Holmes, um, Citizen and Star, all companies we visited this week. Uh, and also you were at DMG Mori as well doing podcasts. So all of this is going to come up in the, in, in the coming sort of 30 minutes or so. But we can't carry on. We can't talk about these things until we have spoken about the football. Because, um, Colin, have you been enjoying it? I've not, not had absolutely to... loved it. Uh, really, it's brilliant, isn't it? Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we were talking beforehand. Though. I'm, I hate to be net. I mean, obviously, I want England to win. I'm not convinced we will, gentlemen. I know that might be a bit controversial, but yeah. Well, I, I maybe I, I'm too drunk when I'm watching the games. <laughs> I, I think I think the opposition we've got is is the worst opposition we could face in terms of uh, for us because I think. That they'll, they'll. I think mentally they'll have they'll they'll have it in their head that they know how to beat England. Yeah. I look at it a bit like being an Arsenal fan, Man City playing Arsenal. You know, Man City just know how to beat us. They just, it doesn't matter Everybody how well how to beat you. It doesn't matter how well we play. They will just. I just feel that. They, I think entirely the opposite to what both of you were saying. I think that you know, looking at Sterling at the minute is absolutely unplayable. Um, and albeit, you know, Benucci and Chiellini are great defenders. You know, they're, they're getting on a bit. They haven't got I'm the legs. I'm having some of that for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they, haven't got the, oh, sorry. <laughs> they haven't got the legs. And I just think that the the pace up front with Saka, Sterling, uh, uh, you know, I think that... I think it's going to be a very, very, very close game. Tactics will probably decide it. It's going to be fine margins. But I, I'm fancying England's chances, you know. I really do. Okay, I think well, I, well I hope you're right. I mean, what about... Pickford in goal, Colin. What do you think about him? Because you've got some experience in goal. Oh, you? You I used to. Do, I, I was Balmain. Balmain in Sydney's top keeper, the best <laughs> yeah. keeper they've ever had. There's not much competition. <laughs> well, I, I heard they used to call you the nun. Then what well, goal? Make it, make it funny. You, Paul. you never let anything in. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But no, I think Pickford. I think he's been moving. I think he's been outstanding. He really has. One, that one goal, and you said that free kick was. He should have had that. I don't. The way that went up and down, the pace it went at. He, he got his fingertips to it, and I think he did well to do that. I think it was, it was a rocket, wasn't it? It was. It he was, didn't have. That was a seen it, seen quality, it late, quality didn't free he? kick. Yeah. I and know. I think he's been. I when he's been playing for Everton, he's been. He's had a few wobbles and things like that. But I think for England, his mind is focused, he's concentrating, his distribution. A couple of wobbles on that last game, but distribution. I just think he's superb. Really, he needs to sort his barnet out. Though. What's going on with that? <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, what's that uh, pot calling kettle black? Or is that <laughs> cat, did you say cat, cat calling dog a furry ass? You can't say that. I was thinking exactly the same there. But, oh, look what, at that! Feed else soon. What are your predictions for the game? Uh, it's going to be a football game. <laughs> Score. I'm going to have a few beers. 
That's it. That's all I'm predicting. Um, three nil England. Oh, so you've gone against? You're contradicting <laughs> what you're. Oh yeah, I've got still got me pot. You know, I'm not positive. <laughs> you know. Well, let's see. We'll. By the time we do this uh, podcast next uh, Friday, we'll know the result. So um, a little bit different to normal. What we, we're just going to talk about everything we've been up to this week. I'm not going to split it down into days anymore. I'm just going to talk about some of the highlights. Um, one of the first ones I wanted to start with was um, the Cutting Blue. You were there. What a, what a great machine shot. That's Peter. Colin. Spelt P-I-O-T-R. Um, pronounced Peter, so we got that correct. It's great machine shop, great machines. But it's not just about the machines. So they got a DMG Mori, and it was on the finance because he said... I don't want to say this. Well, not doesn't want to sound carry. Goes. I've always wanted. I've always wanted a DMG. I really, and but it's just absolutely brilliant machine. Well, what, what machine is it, Colin? A uh, DMG Mori. What? 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 I, honestly, can't, I do apologise. It's, it's a BMC, isn't it? It's just a, v, yeah. it's a three axis BMC. BMC but, but it's also carbon neutral, which is one of the key things about his business. Is he wants to be? He's environmentally friendly, carbon neutral all the way. So loves yeah. it. I mean, he's he's a kind of a research and development outfit in a lot of senses, isn't he? But the, the, the spindles aren't. Go in twenty four hours a day. This is this is sort of prototyping and making smaller batch runs. But one thing, actually, I'm going to put you to the test here. He's making parts for electric vehicles. But what sort of electric vehicles? Have a guess. I'll let you guess first, Geo. It's got, got blank stairs. Tank? No. Um, I helicopters. Helicopters. Yeah, you got a long cable for an electric helicopter, aren't you? <laughs> electric surfboards. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. How does that work? work? <laughs> it's a surfboard with electric motor in it. I don't know. <laughs> so, so when you're going out, you don't need to paddle out probably. I didn't, I didn't, go, I didn't go that in depth. That must, that must be the case though. So if you want, when you want to get out, you can put your yeah. motor on and when you come in, you <laughs> turn know, it off. Yeah, electric surfboard though. But great machine shot. So the DMG Mori, which he's always aspired to have, and a fantastic Doosan, which um, huge, huge working envelope. And he said, I can get three different jobs on this, just set it up. But it's not just about that. And it's, the tooling as well. Hoffman, Hoffman yep, yeah, loves it. He, he, he was using another supplier. He said, "Look, these are these cost a little bit more, um, not a lot more, but I, he, he reckons he could do three times the, the speed of cut." So he was totally investment on them cutting tools. Is, yeah. um, well, well, I also heard he's eighty percent of his, his turnover is export as well, which is quite a, a phenomenal well, these um, figure. The electric surfboards are are going. To, you, I think you wouldn't use surfboards in this country, would you? Well, I think they're going to Sweden. Countries. I think he said. Which is a famous surfing country. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it is. I think, it, I think he said it was going to Sweden. But also, software. Open Minds, Hypermill. I've been using, S- I think he got a background from a, a Formula One business, hadn't he? Right. From, I don't know. I didn't. what I've been told. How okay. old is he, uh, Colin? I don't, I don't, I don't ask that much. I'm just interested <laughs> in machines. <laughs> but there was, a, there was a good visit. I mean, he's also a part of the MTD network, isn't he? He most and, certainly and is, yeah. And the um, Factory Now platform. Yep. So he's a guy that's looking to really promote... Promote that most definitely. Get showcase. I mean, those components. He's made some absolutely cracking components. So, videos are coming soon on those. I also heard that he got um, six months uh, no payments on the DMG Mori, no deposit, no VAT. I mean, I can't. I can't speak for exactly what the deal was, but that's yeah. some help for him. Going, absolutely. Going. What's the same with um, Andy Seuss at Bedford CNC? Six months capital repayment holiday. I mean. You get the work in, you're paying, you're building up that, that sort of nest egg, essentially to start with when payments are due. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. You're earning money before, be, before you have to pay yep. it back, which yep. is great, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, you can't, I, th- I do think sometimes when that happens, though, there's less pressure on you, which can be a good thing. Um, there's less pressure on you to keep the spindle going to get work out the door, isn't there? Uh, you know, because you because you haven't got the financial. So you might not commitment. be working as hard. So, so you might you might not work as hard, <laughs> which some people might like. You know, no, but, but I, I think those guys are because they, you know, like Peter alluded to, he said, oh, I, "This is just a machine I've always always wanted." So he's going to keep that spindle. And, and what anyway. it does, it gives him so much 
rope doesn't it to grow his company and, and not have to worry yeah. about um, the commercial stuff as yeah. much uh, we've also been to Fanuc this week um, good news about an event that's happening there on November the 1st through to the 5th first week in November five days MTDCNC are going to be streaming this event live um, it's all going to be about automation and, and um, automation across different sectors ac across different um, machining disciplines as well, robotics. Uh, there'll be companies there participating, such as Mill CNC and Mazak and various others. But the the big thing about the Fanuc events is that they they do these um, panel discussions. So what we'll have on the Tuesday, Wednesday, and the Thursday, and it is really it's a, it's a date for everyone's diary, really, because it's a physical event, which is the first you know time oh, we're talking about one of these for a while. They're expecting hundreds and hundreds of um, people to turn up for the event, but for those that can't, we'll be streaming it live on the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. They're going to have these breakout panel discussions. I've seen them before attract a lot of attention. They talk about things like industry for robotics, the impact of automation on businesses, the way forward. Um, Lindsay was there, she interviewed Tom Boucher, so that will be coming out soon, so people will be able to get a feeling for what the event is about. But she also looked at uh, the new CIC EDM machine um, with Andy or oh, Anthony Biggs there, which is uh, one of their new EDM uh, machines. It's got a faster uh, automatic wire loader on it. It's, it's a much smaller footprint, um, but it's also a machine that... Um, that, that Fanuc have done very well with their EDM and, and their wire machines. And this one is going to offer operators uh, more productivity in a smaller, smaller footprint. Um, and it's got all the, the benefits of their modern Is that one thing they aim at? Because you've got well. um, is it the robo, small footprint. Mm. They've got the, the, the turnstile carousel, tool changers, super fast, but taking big I th cuts. I think it's one of the things that Fanuc always look at is the is the, the practicality of installing these machines. And if you can reduce the footprint of a product but still maintain the, the, the capabilities of it and the capacity, yep. that's that's where they, they, they angle. But of course, when you're buying a Fanuc product, you're not just buying a Fanuc name, you're buying a Fanuc machine with a Fanuc control, you're buying a Fanuc machine with Fanuc drives, you're buying a Fanuc machine with Fanuc motors. You, you, you've got, it's all... It's Fanuctastic, all, it, it, it's, it's all It's all <laughs> Fanuc, and it's one of the reasons why you often go in machine shops and you see one of their machines, whether it be a robo-drill or an EDM machine, and and you say you know how how's the service been on this machine? And they say do you know what we we've been, we've never we haven't had a service engineer out since 1992 or something. And this thing is just cutting. And is that, that like that old beer advert? What's the old beer advert? Was it Heineken? And it's the, the cobwebs over the phone because it's the helpline. No one ever calls it. Is that right? <laughs> well, no. Come on, you must know. It's a beer advert. <laughs> no, no, oh. no, not seen. But it is. I, I think that that is what they strive to do. And and they just these machines just keep going and keep going. So uh, Anthony did a great. Um, review on that machine and that's all in line with some news that we heard recently about them producing their 750,000th robot wow. which 750,000th robot which we which we spoke play, about <laughs> which we spoke about last week so um that was a, the, a visit that we had um you were also at uh, DMG Mori as well Geo this week weren't you yeah again um on, on, we well, we've embarked on a podcast journey with the MTD and um this this week we looked at uh, DMG Mori sales um, and, and a little bit what uh, going on, on or covering what you've said really about the sales, the finance, but also the digitalization side of uh, the business um, and how important that is now, you know, remote access, kind of all of the software that's behind the machine tool and, and all of the uh, efficiency gains now that you get from digitalization. And also what you mentioned, uh, Colin, about eco-friendly yep. you know that they're, they're really looking into the future and, and trying to make their machines as eco-friendly as they possibly they've got the, ba they've got the badge on the on the cutting blue one co co2 i think neutral even 
positive or negative. Anyway, so. But they're, they're, they're always just investing in new technology. All the money, even through COVID, all their money still went into, the same amount of money went into R&D. Um, they're now, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, um, DMG Mori, but I think UK sales consist of 50% new business, which is absolutely astounding, really. You know, that could be to do with the finance as well as the product. Yeah. You know, well, how many products me. have they got in their range? 155 different. God, um, that, he knew straight yeah. away. So there's a, there's a big... 155 different machines or 155 yeah. different um 155 different machine machines. types wow, wow. yeah it's so it's a, it's, a, it's a big range and, and i think but w- when we were talking john anderson was part of the um uh, of the podcast and when we were talking about just selling the machine it's, it's, it's selling a solution now like what what we do and what we talk about every day on mtd it's like looking for the right uh machine tool for the application and now that they're bringing in their own automation solutions their own digitalization solutions the the podcast before it's actually on the mtd platform now is was on life cycle products and all the digital products that can go alongside the machine tool to get the very very best out of that and it's like machine tool monitoring as well effectively but it's 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 getting that way now paul 50 percent new business that's good it's it's phenomenal Uh, uh, from a sales director's perspective that's that's exactly you used to be in machine tool sales paul i know you you had to move out because you didn't sell sell many but um we got zero percent um zero (laughs) percent New sales and when you were there, yeah. <laughs> realistically, ten <laughs> percent when you left. In, in all seriousness, though, in terms of new sales, new business, how much, what percentage would you, when you were doing it? You were always you were always looking for probably one in three. Yeah, you were. You were so forty percent then. Yeah, about that. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe a bit less. So maths based, yeah. <laughs> very bad maths based gag there. Um, you were always looking for that new business, um, and mainly because you you knew that the more new business you got, I'm I'm talking, you know simple economics here but the more new business you got the more opportunity you got for repeat business going forward so That's you're right. growing your territory yeah. but um you also used to get rewarded and i'm sure um, machine tool companies do still when you get into a new customer you used to get paid an incentive to to do that because it, it, it's a win-win for everybody you're increasing um, your market share, you're increasing your market share yeah. but getting new business is is really tough you know yeah. i mean compared to selling a machine to an existing customer selling a machine to a new company i do not underestimate how difficult it is because well, you're you normally competing against someone that's already got kit in there and you're relying on the fact that you've got a better product you've got a, uh, a better support network and those things are really hard to overcome because a lot of machine tool businesses are very good at what they do so you've you know they're all good at what they do they're now. all yeah, yeah they're all good at what they you do you go so to a machine shop and they will have a bank of where her codes will do, and that's it. They, why those machines? Well, they're good machines, but we like them, and you know, so it, it's, it's tough. Very true, it's, and really that's is. why I never got any. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so no, fair play to DMG Mori. That is a that is a really good statistic. Fifty yeah. percent of of new business. Uh, just before we move on, I just wanted to mention there was a couple of news stories that are featured across our channels this week. Don't forget, we have plenty of channels here at MTD CNC. We've got the MTD CNC website. Uh, we've got MTD MFG. We've got the MTD network. We've also got Swarf and Chips. Um, you can you can find any of those um, channels by using the MTD CNC website. But a couple of news stories that came out this week following um, a series of investments at Worcester-based manufacturer Yamazaki. They're now going to bring um, into the UK the production of their Quick Turn 350 uh, models and also their CV50. Well, in fact, this works alongside the CV50. There are other quick turn machines and some of the other machines they make there. Um, because Mazak historically make a lot of their machines in Japan, but they obviously make a lot here at their European HQ as well. But they're bringing more back to the to the Europe 
and HQ to be made. Why? So I mean, I, I suppose that the, 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 I mean, we've been to the, the technical centre there, and the, I mean, it, it's it's a brilliant manufacturing plant. I know supply and demand, and, and, and supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. British it's manufacturing. The, the leading the world. We lead the world. The, the expertise you know, of building these well, machines. You think just the over the, the last twelve, eighteen months, with like you know logistical issues, getting machines into countries, uh, you know, lead times kind oh. of increasing. So I can understand why, really. Yeah. You've, you've mastered your own destiny, aren't and you? And you don't want to be losing an order because you haven't got a machine, and that's yeah. what we we are well, hearing a lot about. Yeah, some of them delivery times sort of September, November now. Yes. So and we also had the announcement this week of the £100 million investment in Vauxhall's Ellesmere port plant to make the electric vehicles. Um, now, I've got to say, uh, if you do watch GB News, which is a, a fairly... I'll tell you what, I had a fright the other night when I was watching GB <laughs> yeah, News. Yeah, so that was, I think oh, it was, was it Wednesday night or Tuesday night, Mr <laughs> oh. Reynolds appeared uh, oh. next to Michelle Dewsbury, um, and he did a rather sterling job, I, I have that to say. That's straight over with Joe O'Connor. It's well, he's on MTD, and he's on he, 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 he messaged me about five o'clock, he says, I'll oh, turn on GB News at 25 past six, and I was like, oh, right, okay, yeah, well... Why? What's going? On? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm on GB News, and then I turned it on about quarter past six, and Michelle Dewsbury was on there, and then of course Joe um, made an appearance. Uh, they're they're leaning on us, and I mean that with the, um, you know, in all seriousness, for man good manufacturing news. So it's a regular thing, uh, MTD, MFG, and, and and Jefferson, part of that. Um, collaboration are going to be appearing regularly on GB News. So Joe did a great job of explaining, and uh, not that I was listening to what he was saying, I don't know whether you were, I was just astounded to see him on there, to be honest. No, I, I turned over and watched the chase, mate. Great know. news, great, great news. It, it was good to see him on there, and I think he, he held his nerve calmly. You know, he, was, he was more... He was more calm and collective there than he was when uh, I went to the, watch the England match with him, I can tell you that. <laughs> he was like nervous Neris when we were there. Um, so that was, that was good news. And there was also another bit of news from Zeiss, Geo, uh, that we had on the, the channel about their Metro Tom 1, which, have you done a review on this? Yeah, so um, they we've we done um, a technical corner that's on the MTD platform now, um, and it's a it's a brand new product launch really. That it, it recent we we launched it on the technical corner just after it got launched, right. so it's a fantastic bit of technology CT, CT scanner. CT scanner, yeah. uh, but it's it's a very small footprint. It's just um, one that shows up red, uh, red, amber, green. That no, a that's, no, that's, a no that's gone gone inspect. I that, do that, but that does incorporate gone yeah. inspect. But basically, what it does, so it can actually check the internal features of a component, yeah. but not only check the internal features dimensionally to check if there's any debris in there, but it also can tolerance the internal features and external features of pretty much any material. But even if the the materials was half plastic, half metal, phenomenal piece of kit. And okay. um, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, so there is a video people can watch on the channel. Yeah, as well and, as and I think being. that it really does lend itself to people, you know, say, for example, if you were doing castings, um, before you start adding value to them castings, as, as just one example, wouldn't it be great to check it on the CT scanner, make sure there's no blowholes inside the casting before you start adding value to it and start sending it through the shop? I've too many times yeah. I've... I've Started to cut castings and found halfway through they've they've got the yeah either you you haven't machined it properly but you play yeah <laughs> I think it's yeah. more the latter Paul um, uh, just before we move on again uh, videos on the channel this week from Zeiss as, as Gia mentioned also NC Cloud in Essex that's generated a lot of um, interest uh, on our channel that's about this Mr. Factory, Dead, Mr. Of, Deadman the factory was out here. of the future um, really interesting video there there's some there's some comments that are on the video people thinking you, you know 
I mean, I don't know enough about the story, to be fair, but what I can say is the guys that, that, that are running that business seem to really know what they're trying to achieve uh, with their factory of the future. So it's um, worth a watch. Mm. We've also got uh, videos from Makino on the site, on their EDM, some brilliant technical corners from Joe. Um, also videos from Gemtech at the Techno Group and a superb walk around A&M's, A&M's machine shop um, with Lindsay and David Waghorn, as well as a, a review I did on the Doosan DVF 6500 from Mill CNC. And in fact, that's just a handful Hold on, what about PSL Data Track? They had a crack and in PSL Data Track, yeah, so there's just a handful of, of, of videos. It was lo I think we've uh, recorded over 45 videos added to the platform and the channel this week. So. Wow. And then um, Zoss reported to me yesterday or the day before that actually added inquiry straight away from uh, for the CT. That scan. was me. Straight away. Was it you? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have a look there. at the internal workings of this. <laughs> oh, please. See. No, no, don't. See we haven't got a scanner big enough. See, well, see how much information there was in, there in there one. Yeah. You wouldn't die immediately. Right. But then as soon as you come out, your body will start shutting down. And it's right? an awful way. Yeah, an awful yeah. way to die. Chernobyl. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, all parts of your body, not just... Oh, right, sorry. <laughs> uh, 2G tooling. We were there. Lindsay was there with Chloe on uh, Thursday. Second time we've been back to this company. They're over the moon with their new Abamier, um travelling column five-axis machine supplied by Dugard. Uh, I, I found out something interesting as well about um, about Abamier. They're actually now working in conjunction... Uh, it's the Ad Plus process technology, and it's like a group of companies that are working together to to get additive manufacturing on travelling column machines. We see a lot of this, mm -hmm. but just to hear that Abami are into it as well. You imagine having a huge sort of three metre travelling column machine with a with a five axis table in it, a tipping head, but also the ability to do three D printing on it as well. So we do it was cut, so cutting and printing. You could cut and print. So wow. you know you can. The, the the opportunities are endless and we see it a lot where where companies are looking to do either repair work or they're machining parts and then they want to add bits to it, I, it could, you know and, it, and it's what good kind of materials Paul? Do I, i'm not 100 percent sure i just picked it up on their website i'm, I'm very interested in abamia they we, we, we will be going to spain actually we've been invited over to spain to see some of their machines but um yeah, it's, it's really good technology awesome. coming out of there. And Chris from 2G has said he's absolutely over the moon. It's it's opened up so many new markets for him. The fact he can now five-axis machine. Before on his tools, he just had three-axis, so he could only do three-axis work. But yep. now he can get into different areas and he can um, you know, be more streamlined with his machining. Um, so that was another good, uh, good visit this week. Colin, you've been doing... Um, a fair bit for your Swarf and Ship special, haven't you? Which is coming up or due to be released. I've on been travelling around the first. country in, into, in, uh, interrogating. Well, without giving too much away, okay. you, you've been to Citizen and Star this week. That's, I a, that's all you're getting. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, I, I most certainly have. Um, yeah, we, we're doing a special about sliding head technology, sliding head machines, and it's just phenomenal some of the stuff we've, we've learned. It's brilliant. Not only been to Star and Citizen, but a number of other companies where they've got machines. And why have you got, you know, in simple terms, why have you got a slider? I won't tell you why they've got a slider, but there's some great stuff coming out of it. There really is. And I start a big thank you because they've given me one of their big lightsabers. That saves me buying a, a present for my, nep my nephew That's for his birthday. Brilliant. Result. They are brilliant, aren't they? They are absolutely <laughs> superb. They are. I mean, I have to say that uh, the Swarf and Chips, this is a new show every month. The start of the month, we pick a topic and we go really into detail about um, about the issues that engineers face and about solving them. This month on, on July the 1st, we, we had uh, about vertical machining centres and getting more out of them. Um, Colin's got one coming out on August the 1st about uh, sliding heads. And I know Geo's got one in the near future as well on, on work holding solutions. And this is going to carry on continuously. So really worth watching. In fact, the, the one that came out on July the 1st is always also re is already registered something like 360 uh, watch hours. 
360 watch hours. Yeah, watch hours, which is, you know, pretty. In fact, no, I think it's more than that one. I think it's about 750 watch hours. So it's been fantastic. But what will people learn, Colin, on August the 1st, do you think, without giving too much away? about Will will they learn that these machines are more capable than they thought? Will they learn that Absolutely, yeah. I mean, just from very basics, you've got a basic manual lathe in your machine shop, two axis, your X and your Z, these things, the amount of axes on them. and, And the only limit... As one of the guys said, the only limit on these machines now is your imagination. It really is. It's the components they can make and things like that. So you won't be doing much on them then? Absolutely. They wouldn't even let me, t- <laughs> they wouldn't even let me press, press a button on them. But Colin, they're, they're still amazing. doing well. Are they still selling a lot? Star and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. not undermining what they do, but delivery times are being pushed up because there's so much demand. But they're, they're doing Great their best. News, isn't I mean, it? We went there to film some machines and I hardly had any, you know, I had to stop and take one out because. You yeah, know, it's it, sold, mate. It's got to go. Yeah, yeah, and no, it's happening all the time at the moment, which yeah. is which yeah. is good for the industry. So that's on August the first. That will be coming out in due course. August the first. Uh, oh, blind. That's the first time you've ever We was also uh, this week. I was at Hella with Hello. Car- <laughs> Hella with Carl. Um, we were planning. We had a planning meeting there. Because over the next few months, you're going to see a lot from Hella coming across our channel. This is a company. Would you believe one of the only companies that's still manufacturing? I know we talked about Mazak, but a company that also manufactures machines here in uh, in Redditch. Um, is Hella, and I walked down their flow line, their production line the other day, and it was the first time I've been back into an environment where machines are being made for. 18 months. Normally we're abroad, we're seeing where machines are made, we're seeing the castings, we're seeing the, 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 the rollerways, we're seeing the spindles being built. Haven't seen that for ages, but here at Hello we were able to see that again and it was great to see these machines going down the line. They're facing the same kind of issues with, with, with deliveries, you know, getting parts in to finish machine builds, but they're also seeing an upturn in sales as well. But some of the videos you'll be coming, you'll be seeing from Hella will be uh, all about the, the differences between what we talk about a lot, horizontal machining and vertical machining. Why buy a horizontal machining centre compared to a vertical? Where, where are the areas that you can win? Also, their five-axis machine, how they can um, you know cut significant savings in cycle times because of the dynamics of their machines. And because they make the machines there, we'll be able to actually to see the, the parts um, that are that contribute to those savings. If they're making those machines, yeah, are they doing can, are they doing sort of bespoke options for customers to say, well, I actually want to tweak it a bit, or, or that's a bit too much to the, ask? I mean, the Heller machines, they, they they I think what what Heller do, which a lot of machine tool businesses don't these days, is Heller focus on horizontal, high speed, five axis machines or, or 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 four axis machines, and that is their 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 core competence. They, they don't drift much outside of that, but what they do do, they're very, very good at. And their latest generation of machines, um, you know, they've got certain guarantees around re- reductions of cycle times and so forth. But they've been very successful in automotive sectors, areas where sp- you, you, you talk about automotive, you know spindle needs to keep going. You know, the minute you talk about uh, an automotive industry and parts, the demands, the penalties for not meeting the, the requirements of a customer, you need machines that cut and continually cut, and that really is what Heller... With with the with the electric vehicles, are, is that going to have a, is that going to mean a, a shift in dynamics of what they it do, could or possibly be? Yeah, the, because I mean, larger the, parts. The, of I think the, the point I make about automotive is really to say where the history is, but that doesn't necessarily denote where the future could be, yeah. because more industries, even more industries, are demanding those 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 unmanned production needs. So if you can do it in the automotive, you can do it anywhere. Hundred yeah, percent. But when you say yeah, when you say unmanned. You know, people think robots, really, but it's not just robots. Is it? It's um, your bar feeders, your bar loaders, your robots, your pallet changers. 
even things like that my is call automation. Yeah. Have you been reading my script? Yeah. Because that was one of the things oh, okay. that Mateus actually said okay. to us there. He was like, you know, what you see in this in this building here is a lot of horizontal twin pallet machines. And he says, oh, people keep talking about automation. This is automation. That spindle can run 24 Built hours a automation. day with two pallets. Yep. You don't need to uh, you don't need to, to, to have robotics necessarily. So um, and that brings me on to my next point, actually, which I was going to say about Middlesex Aerospace, which is a company I was at um, this week on, on Tuesday. Uh, I interviewed three young apprentices, females in engineering. And there's actually something called Women in Aerospace, which I, I wasn't aware of. But it's an organisation where females are, 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 are getting together and talking about their experiences in, in manufacturing. And it's something MTD wants to be wants to be part of. Brilliant. But I, I spoke to and I'm going to give a shout out actually to, to Dagmara, Caitlin and Amy. Um, three terrific. Uh, what would I say? Ladies. Examples, t terrific examples of young female engineers that love talking about machines, technologies, inspection. And, you know, we did what was really fascinating. You know, we did the thing with Zeiss about, uh, and, and uh, Williams F1, uh, about, and we asked people at the start, which area of engineering, a lot of apprentices, for those that don't know, it's on our YouTube channel, but we did a, an event with Williams and Zeiss um, at the Myra Technical Institute. And there was about 40 students in there. And we asked them, what part of engineering do you want to go in? Stick your hand up. Do you want to be a machinist? Do you want to be a quality man? Um, and hardly or a anyone, designer. Or a, or a designer. designer. And hardly anyone put their hands up to be a quality uh, inspector, did they? They all wanted to do the other fancy bits. Mm. Two of these young ladies both work in quality and they oh. wanted to get in quality. And they love the fact that they can look at parts and make those parts better look at ways of planning the parts through to make them uh, just anything to do with the quality assurance side of things. But when you say quality, I'm thinking they've machined it and they're, che they're checking the tolerances and things like that, but that's not the case then. Well, well, it, well, it's part of the case, but it's also it's also in the planning of that. So how do you make the parts so you can make it to better tolerances? Do you change the way the parts make? Right. You know, um, what are the areas that you need to check? Is it just about the tolerances or is it about the overall... Is it over-engineered? Uh, yeah. yeah know, you, some, of the some of the parts are so over-engineered that they're tolerances are too tight or that they, 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 effectively that part of the component is in fresh air can i give so an example of over engineering honestly years ago <laughs> the space race everything like that we need we need something to write in space so the americans spent millions coming up with a ballpoint pen that could write in zero gravity the russians just used a pencil yeah. <laughs> serious yeah. absolutely yeah. great example of over engineering yeah. there you go don't forget brown and Holmes as yeah, well yeah i was going to come back well, I was yeah. Just Sorry, gonna, yeah. so so on on this point on this particular point um, the quality uh, that they also get involved in is how they how they measure the parts. So do they do it on the machine or do it do it off the machine? What's the best way? The most reliable on the machine, way? I'd say. But it depends on the part, and it depends how you know they might have customers that 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 GW Martin when we were at the other week, they have to by regulation measure every fifth part off the machine. It's yep. it's just what the customer says. Yep. So then you then you you know you so all of these aspects they were they were really um, they were. But it, they could still measure that on the machine though. What? They, they can do, but there's, there's certain certain. It depends if it needs it, 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 to, to go on a CMM because some of the CMMs can check to like micro micro tolerances. And, it, so and, and, and it's also the customer might might say right for this particular application, mm. what we want to see is every tenth part measured in a certain environment. And okay. if you can't recreate that environment, you literally have to do it. But if you can make the machines better, which is what GW Martin are looking to do, is you can persuade the customer to reduce that to one in a hundred or one in two hundred, yep. and and that's 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 when quality and assurance. But what comes I'm coming in. back to that's in terms of checking the machine, because that was part of one of your live shows, wasn't it, with ETG and yep. Bloom? But surely it's better to keep that part in there, so you got you got 
Your kidney is, tolerance it, is your replaceability. Absolutely, it, it is one hundred percent. But there are things and times where so you have, uh, there basically are you have to take them out, and then you yeah. might have well, to. Yeah, well, I think it boils down to a stable process. So once you've created a stable process, and you can show and illustrate that, right, I can produce a thousand. And I know that every single one's going to be correct. So I'll, I'll, I'll 100% every 100. So I know that I can do a 1,000 and they'll be okay. But just to, 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 yeah. to even further uh, prove that every single one's going to be okay, we'll, we'll 100% check one in 100. And, and I, I agree with you. If you can check it on the machine tool, that's better because it's in situ. And if you need to remachine it, you haven't got to put it back on and re-clock it up, so on and so forth. But there's if it's... If it's within certain tolerances, that is achievable all the time. But then some of the components or some of the features are in like, like microns or within a micron. And there's only certain amounts of CMMs that can check. To I'm going to use a phrase that, that you like. It's application specific. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but there is also another um, interesting element to this is that when you are working for a customer that specifies specific um, regulations, whatever it might be in the creation of a part, if, if, if you adhere to those, then the customer might not come back and check. But the minute you ring them up and say, you know what, I'm, I'm buying a new machine. I want to change it to measuring it every 10 uh, parts instead of every two because I think my machine's better. You will be audited again in that process. So you might think, do you know what, I've got the business at the moment. I, I don't want to take the risk because if they come and audit me and say, actually, no, you still have to measure it. It might mean that they might then go to other companies and look for for the solution. So in a lot of instances, sometimes you're, you're better off just doing things in a way that you have. Yeah, why well, fix it if it's not broken? Just yeah. one, one point on this, and I think it's really interesting. Um, well, we'll, we'll be I'll the judge of that. Keep you it hope. really short. I know that we're running uh, times running away from us, but you know, we we always used to talk about automation, 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 and it was such a big barrier to entry. And I think that still now that um, with inspection and metrology, it's looked upon as a separate kind of thing to the manufacturing. But effectively, inspection and metrology will also uh, reduce cost per part, and that's what every is looking to do because when people are looking to buy a machine tool they think the machine tool makes them the money the metrology will cost them the money or not make them the money but effectively if people are starting to look at it as a complete process look Agreed. what you're talking about now what will happen is is that the, the cost of part will reduce and it increases overall efficiency within a manufacturing yep. organization so yeah that was fairly interesting you argue that one. <laughs> and you've led me perfectly into this oh. which will be my i know we're going to come on to to brown and homes but a middlesex aerospace they just purchased a new uh, matsura mam it's their first matsura machine and uh laurie folds who's the managing director this this gentleman got massive he oozes <laughs> charisma honestly if you think you're charismatic, I know. I don't. I don't think I know. If you if you think you're charismatic, well, you're not. But he he Brutal. seriously he he has got so much charm and charisma. And I was talking to him, and and, and I said, you know, what about your OEE? Because this is a big thing. Your equipment efficiency just goes. It's not about OEE. He said. He says if I hear those that um, what did he call it? An, an, an anagram? Is it a, analogy? An, no, 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 not anagram. Analogy. When you've got three letters that alliteration. No, you've got three letters that represent the word. So mnemonic. Um, no, 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 we're going to be here all day, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> on, it's on the tip of my tongue. O E E. So yeah. original equipment efficiency. Yeah. Uh, not OEM. You're not on about OEM. No, no but what, what that phrase is called? Yeah, yeah, there's that, a name uh, for it, things it, like that. Yeah. OEM, original equipment manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. What is it? It's called a and an acronym. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's an acronym. <laughs> right. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> he. Uh, so an he's, acronym. 
An a, an a, yeah. An, 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 an acronym. It's a tongue twister. He said, it's all about the hours per week. He says, don't want to hear about uh, an acronyms and OEEs. He says, it's 168 hours a week. That's all you need to know. And I've said to my guys, you make that thing work as close to 168 hours a week as you can. Don't worry about percentages. 98. He says, you've got 168 hours. I want that spindle in cut as much as that. And if you can get to 168, we're, we're doing all right. And that's his interpretation of it. And I, I kind of comprehend it's a much easier way of explaining um, what you need. And simple, what you, isn't it? It's Paul? simple. Yeah. 168 <laughs> hours make the damn thing yeah. work for 168. Yeah. And he's achieving that with a Why 168 hours? Well, because that's... Um, 24 hours, eight days a week. Excellent. Yeah. I've just I've just done the math there. Yeah, you're, you're actually right. <laughs> uh, Brown and Holmes, Geo, we're going to finish on this one. Um, yeah, Brown Hold and Holmes on. this week. Hold on. No, that's plain words. Brown and Holmes, work holding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, right. no, it's a great visit. Great to be back down there. And, and, and similar to what Colin's doing, I've started to work on the September show where we're going to be looking at work holding solutions for milling machines, just milling machines. Um, so we've looked at the work holding solutions that they've got on their DMG Mori fifth axis machine. And we looked at some hydraulic um, columns for horizontal machines. And, and some of the solutions that they offer are fantastic. Are they doing bespoke solutions? Because or they've got a range of work but holdings. Both. I mean, they're renowned for their their specialised fixtures for for aerospace companies to make the ring rings and the engine rings. Um, but they can adapt and and supply standard work holding as well, or even what you could say bespoke dedicated work holding. Say, for example, you're doing high volume work. Um, they can supply it, they can supply it so it can be automated, especially we talk about automation all the time. So hydraulic fixturing, so it can communicate with the machine, all piped up with the machine, wow. so it can open and close. But you've also got modular aspects as well. So if you were looking to have a solution and you're doing um, low low volume but high mix, you can palletize these solutions too. So they've got... Don't give us too much. You give, give us a whole story. Don't, don't, just, just wet our appetite. That's all we need. That's all we need. Anyway, 1-1 one, one in 90 minutes one, one. is my, is my Actually, if we guess talk, for the go, match. Quickly going <laughs> off track then. Yeah. Guess what today, t today, two things happened on this day in history. Uh, I can tell you that one was, um, did Germany win the European Cup in 1996? I don't know. Are you asking me? I don't know. Uh, I think it did, was. Did they? Okay, yeah. well, OJ Simpson was born. Was he? Yes. Yeah. And the famous glove in the court thing issue. And yeah. The Office, not this office, The Office with Ricky Gervais. The first episode was aired in 2001. No way. That's that such a good programme, that is. It is quite that's like you're, that's, the, you're, you're the boss yeah, of Yeah, that's what I fact, aspire to, to be like. Really? <laughs> oh. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you're you're not was, and you're Gareth. <laughs> wow, brutal. <laughs> brutal. You need to lose some weight. <laughs> just, just saying. Just, you can hear punching. Well, it might sound like punching because it's, it's an audio. That's because it is punching. So uh, that's it. We've, we've run over a little bit on, on time today. We're just over 40 minutes. But um, next week, we're at uh, Leader CNC, Darlo, Darley, or Darlow? Darley? Darley, uh, Daylor in uh, Clacton. Uh, we're also at um, Dugard, Blue Diamond, and... Um, I'm sure plenty of others, Colin. And Mike Harris is uh, Mike coming Harris in is for some more technical. Some te oh, yeah. let's, if Mike's listening, please don't do your dreadful James Bond impersonations. <laughs> I wish to be roommate, but they're... I sound more like James Bond right now than you do. <laughs> like Mike, if you're listening, if you're listening, uh, enjoy, like yourself. enjoy yourself here on Monday. Um, that's it for this week's uh, On the Road with MTD CNC. Join us again uh, same time next week, six o'clock. And uh, come on, England. Come on, England. listening to the MTD podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. 
Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.